Let's go! Friday show has begun. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team at Farm Bureau Insurance, they are your home team. Hometown heroes across the great state of Mississippi. Available to you in all 82 counties. I stay connected to you around the clock, not just when we're on the air, but even off the air. I'm posting and tweeting and uploading and Instagramming and live streaming and all that because of Seaspire, the number one network in Mississippi. Seaspire, customer inspired. This right here goes out to one guy and one guy only. His name, sort of, is Beaver. 25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to the Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Now, that's what I'm talking about. Beaver said that the old intro to the show was played out and washed up and stale. And I think the word that he used was lame. Well, you know what, Beaver? You are entitled to your opinion. <laughs> I think about the line from the great character in uh, The Big Lebowski, the dude, when he said, yeah, well, that's just like your opinion, man. But keep in mind, Beaver calling an intro with Jack Crystal and with Jerry Clower. Keep in mind, him calling that lame, that's coming from a person who then admitted He'd never even heard Jerry Clower until he heard it on my intro. And the same guy who said that he doesn't like the JSU Sonic Boom. Get an earful of that. Lean in real close to the speaker. Roll down your windows, turn it up to 11, see what happens. Chill bump, look. Chill bump. I'm ready for football and it's Friday night. And that means I'm gonna have some and so are you. I love my man Beaver. This goes out to him. Dadgummit! I'm ready to jump, run, hit somebody. (laughs) Welcome into the show. I love you, Beaver. I'm just having a good time at your expense. And hey, speaking of that show, The Gridiron with Beaver and Chris Brooks, or the other way around. Does Chris's name come first? Hey, JB, how are you doing on a Friday? Man, I'm doing fine. Sitting here looking at Beef, he's got tears in his eyes. He's he's really hurt. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. They're tears of <laughs> laughter, if anything. Uh, does Beaver's name come first on the gridiron, or is it Chris? Which one? Well, I mean, it, alphabetically, it's it, it'd be Beef. I mean, even yeah. his real name begins with a B. So right. 
Well, you got yeah. Brooks, but well, you, you know, it it's really the show is really named the Gridiron. Yeah, which is and Chris hijacked it. that and made it the Chris Brooks. The show. Chris Brooks show. Yeah, I like the Gridiron better. <laughs> I yeah, I, that's my favorite name, but I also like the Beave and Brooks show. I think it is like totally unique. The Gridiron and the name Mississippi Gridiron and Mississippi Gridiron Magazine. In fact, I'm about to go down the list of the high school games and the five most interesting most interesting high school games according to Mississippi, Mississippi Gridiron Gridiron <laughs> Magazine. But I do want to say this, Beaver, you need to call him out. Chris Brooks can't seem to tell everybody enough. How much he's working out these days. <laughs> hes I was tuned into the end of that show. As I came into the studio, I got connected. I did an interview on the phone with a radio station in Alabama. That was fun. And then I, I hang up the phone. I put on my headphones. I'm tuned into the end of the gridiron. And in the last 10 to 15 minutes, I heard Chris Brooks mention at least three times to make sure everyone knew that he gets off the air and he goes to work out. He even said, I don't get to listen to Matt's show a whole lot as much lately because I'm working out. To which I'm thinking, bull. Everybody who works out listens to something. You can put in headphones. But but I just want everybody to know, listen, do y'all get it? Does everybody understand? Listen, Chris Brooks is working out. We got it? Everybody got it? Everybody remember? Make sure, if you see Chris... Which you will, which you will at one of these games tonight around the state of Mississippi. I want, please, y'all, please go up to him and say to him, "Hey, Chris, I heard you're working out." I'm a weak, weak man. <laughs> Not from the knee down, he isn't. Chris Brooks has the most disproportionately large calf muscles of any fellow I've seen in a long time. He must do calf raises. And, hey, JB, whenever I would bring that up to Roger, especially, like, in front of Chris, Roger thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Because you know what? Roger had noticed it, too. <laughs> Chris, He's got some like, large calf muscles. I, how do you do that? How do you be, like, normal guy from the knee up and then knee down, he's Popeye? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He needs a little anchor, one of the little Popeye anchor tattoos on the back of his calf. It's like a Popeye calf. What is the guy doing? I guess he's eating a lot of spinach. Yeah. He wasn't built for speed. No, I don't. He wasn't built for speed, was he? With calves like that? You're no, You're no. built to be like a fullback. Yeah. yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I have calves that are kind of similar, and I, I can assure you that you're not built for speed with large calves. Was he a, was he a catcher? Or as a, as a kid, you know how we used to call it? We didn't call it catcher as a kid. You know what we called it as a kid? What's that? Hind catcher. Oh, yeah, yeah, hind catcher. <laughs> was he a hind catcher? Mm. And then when you got a little older, you know, if you ever heard anybody say hind catcher, you knew that's not a baseball guy. <laughs> I had a, a friend in high school who was uh, a guy who liked to tell big lies, big stories. He just had this reputation of he would just spin some unbelievable tales, and we'd get him going just so he'd do it. He entertained us from time to time. The guy's name was Keith, and so one time we got him going. Tell us, you know, did you ever play baseball? Oh, yeah, I played. I played. Matt, this is before you moved here. You know, I used to play baseball. I was really good. I was really? You were really good? He said, yep. 
Yep, when I was in seventh grade, uh, had college scouts coming and watching me play. I said, really, Keith? That's that, You really were good, huh? What position did you play? He said, high and catcher. <laughs> I thought, mm-hmm. All right, so there's, uh, there's red flag number one. Nobody says high and catcher. And I just waited, and then he says, he said, yeah, and then my knees got bad. I was like, well, how did you catch behind the plate squatting down with bad knees? He goes, oh, they just put a stool back there for me to sit on. <laughs> <laughs> totally lied. Made the whole thing up. But it was great. You see, he'd make these stories up, but we, you can see why we'd get him to do it. All right, listen. Welcome into the show. We're off and running. I don't know how to possibly get to everything that has already come. We haven't been on the air for eight minutes, and there's no way I can possibly, in short order, get to all the comments and everything. So... To hey to everyone on Facebook on Periscope, I'm seeing all your comments. Same thing on the country please and text line 885 ESPN. That's a 601 number. 885 ESPN. Call me on the Divinity phone, Divinity Equipment in Madison and Jackson, 995 1059. You call me on that number, we'll talk on the air. 995 1059. That's a 601 number. You'll talk to JB. He'll let me know you're on the line and we'll chat it up here today. Okay, let's do it. Uh, on Facebook, I got a, well, first on Periscope, the first comment I got today, because I was asking about watching high school games tonight. I really want to watch one. I was hoping to go, I'm wearing my new Tupelo t-shirt, Tupelo high school football t-shirt from my hometown that we picked up from the local booster club. But we just got word that Tupelo's jamboree tonight with Corinth got canceled because of, you know, presumed bad weather that's coming through here. It's really kind of nasty. North of here, a lot of tornadoes you know up around pickwick and then over in oxford they had a tornado didn't do any damage but it did come through there so kind of dangerous so anyway the tupelo deals canceled so i'm going to be looking for games to watch tonight i know there's some on television on espn i'll get to that but caleb's telling me that uh pcs unfortunately isn't on the nfhs network online which i subscribe to but i can listen for free so caleb i'm gonna be looking at your twitter feed as soon as the link goes out I'm going to click it, and I'm going to listen into your broadcast. I'd uh, love to hear it. You said they're playing at Pearl River tonight, which, by the way, they have a beautiful field, Pearl River Community College. And they're allowing 25% capacity in the stadium instead of just the two-for-one rule. So that's good to know. Pretty cool. Robbie, hello to you. Thanks for tuning in. Casey on Periscope loves the intro. Glad he likes it. Keith loved hearing the sonic boom to start the show. And my own mother-in-law listening as they travel this way, getting ready to celebrate birthday this weekend. And uh, so, hate it, y'all. I'm going to get to some more on Facebook. First up, though, here on the country-pleasing text line. This is not me. I'm just reading it. Joe Pesci, the first text on the country-pleasing sausage text line today said, man, I love that intro. He just doesn't get it. Beaver isn't a true Mississippian. And that, that comes a lot from a, a call that Brooks got in his show when he was talking about various sauces that Brooks does not partake of. Right. I heard that. And, uh, and, and yeah, and he was called not a Mississippi he was, because of that. And yeah. so I guess that's where this is coming from now with B. Who was that? Gator Man or Gator somebody? Yeah, Gator Man. Yeah. We got a bunch of Gators around here. I heard that part. What did well, you tell either him? a Gator or Gator bait. What did he tell him? Well, at least, you know, Beaver and I totally agree on that. Chick-fil-A sauce. I don't know what they put in it, but it's the best sauce, period. The end. The second text that we got today 
was from Louvier. That kind of rhymes. He said, wow, Beaver is absolutely wrong. That intro is solid. And the sonic boom kicks. <laughs> Go Saints. What is this about salad? Space Palace. BD, he said, BW Gazas, Gazas. No, it's not sad. He says sad. What is, I don't know. Don't know what that is. All Night Mike. <laughs> well, how'd you get that name, Mike? On the Country Pleasing Text Line says, uh, The Matt White Show definitely has the best intro. Thank you very much. 100 Grand says we got the blood pumping. On a Friday by hearing a sonic boom. And I know it's a sonic boom, but it's still just hearing a band makes me want to go to a high school game. And I know you can't go to all the high school games you want to go to because rightfully so. There's a two for one rule. We got to adhere to all that. Gator Nation, country pleasing text. You know how he signs off. TB12 the GOAT. Let's get that out of the way. He said, Matt, do you consider Jake a friend? Get him some help. I think he has a head injury. You might not know it. This man said the Bucks are going eight and eight. Talking about with Tom Brady? They're not going to make the playoffs. going to go eight and eight. And then you say, does he not understand football? I'm starting to wonder. 30 interception Winston won seven. Brady couldn't throw 10 if he had tried. <laughs> 12 and four at worst. What? And then he says, and don't worry about Beaver. I love your intro, especially. Uh, he said, I'm going to college. I'll just play football. Love, Clower. Me too. How am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Like it's that simple, right? Well, I disagree with you. 12, four, 12 and four at worst for Tampa. You know, you insert an all-time quarterback, sure, but it's not like Brady five years ago. It's not Gronk of five years ago. And so outside of that, what is your team? And is your team better? Is your team that much better than uh, New Orleans? No. And people are absolutely poo-pooing on Carolina, and I don't think they should. I really don't think they should. As long as Bridgewater's healthy, they have a better team around him than people realize. And I know they were not good a year ago, but they were a mess. Yeah, I think that's the key, ago. what you just said. I think the healthiness of all four quarterbacks, Ryan, Bridgewater, mm -hmm. Brady, and Breeze, and I go back to what I said last week. You look at the backup QBs on each roster, and the Saints are the only one that have what I would consider proven legitimate backup quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, and who is the backup in Atlanta? Schaub, right? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, holy cow, he's got to be the oldest quarterback in the NFL outside of Tom Brady. He has to be. And, you know, he's – he's, He kind of pulled one of those Matt Flynn moments, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. You know, he had a really good season and, and then all of a sudden got all the money and then wasn't any good. Hey, and uh, extra credit, if anybody out there can tell me without looking it up where Matt Schaub played his college ball. I know off the top of my head. I've always known it. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> He was the heir apparent. I believe this is how it worked. I'm going to go back and look. But he was the heir apparent at this particular school to a former New Orleans Saints starting quarterback who played at this school right before he did. Got y'all thinking. Don't look it up. See if you can come up with it. Jay on the country pleasing text line says, the calf muscle is the most inherited muscle in the human body. Well, that's not true. <laughs> but it's funny talking about Chris Brooks. My dad has big, strong legs. He was a high-end catcher, <laughs> a catcher in college. And he's got big, strong thighs and hamstrings, big old calves like a tree trunk. And I'm Mr. Spindle over here. 
<laughs> you know, always kind of have been. I don't know how. So that's not always true, so, is it? Jason and Flagstaff said, I already told Brooks and Beaver, don't care if mine uh, get red or not. I'm bored to death today. Talking about your texts, <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> Jason says, I don't care if you read them or not. Just let me text you. Uh, I think we have a couple of the correct answers here. Walking Bully, Bama Fan, and Ready Teddy all said Virginia. That's right. Matt Shaw, backup quarterback, Atlanta Falcons, went to Virginia. And I believe he was the quarterback at Virginia right after the career of Aaron Brooks ended. Now, there might have been one in between. Y'all might have to look that one up. I just know that. Yeah, Kevin is saying that on Twitter as well, UVA and Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks at Virginia goes on, becomes a Saints starting quarterback. Right after him at Virginia was Matt Schaub. Did, and one of the, those guys, if not both, didn't they p- play with the Barbers, Tiki and Rondé? We forget that there was a run there for Virginia. They were pretty doggone good there for a few years. Um, look. Let, let's do this. Let's, I, you know, I don't do this too often. It's Friday, kind of a free-for-all Friday. Let's use, until the music starts here, the rest of my time to start the show, just to see what everybody's saying to me. And we've got plenty of stuff to talk about. Like I said, what I want to do next is, is run down the games, a lot of the games that are happening tonight in the state of Mississippi. Super excited about high school football. Uh, I'm going to look at it on Chris's website, MississippiGridiron.com, and see what they are saying are the top five matchups out there in the state tonight. And then I'll let you know uh, what games these are that are coming on your television tonight if you want to watch a a high school game from other states that'll be on, uh, I think, I guess it's ESPN. So we get to watch some high school football, see what that's going to look like in other places. So we'll get to all that, okay? Promise. JB saw my Tupelo shirt. He said the Golden Wave. That's it right here. You know, a good-looking shirt, man. Thank you. You know, you see the big T that's like the Tennessee T, but obviously yeah. Tupelo colors. For years, they've had this on the helmet. And this year with a new head coach in Ty Harden, they have taken the T off the helmet and put the Wave Man logo on it. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So they, they're changing that up a little bit. And they and they play on that Smurf turf, right? The blue turf of yeah. Tupelo. And I can tell you this. I have for years ranted and railed against that Boise blue turf because they put it on television and it looked awful. And There'd be these primetime games, you know, there for years, like on Thursday nights and stuff when Boise and I'd be looking forward to watching this game, Boise versus somebody and doggone, man, I just couldn't stomach having a blue screen. <laughs> I couldn't stomach the blue. My screen's blue. The field's blue. The screen's blue. And then you got this blue glow in your living room where you're trying you got to a watch. blue hue, a blue hue. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's stupid. Grass is green. That's it. Well, I've totally outgrown that. I'm past it now after ranting and raving about it when they first did it. And now that I'm a Tupeloan and they have the blue turf and I've seen it in person, it looks great in person. I'll just say this. The blue turf is certainly less obtrusive, offensive, or ugly, whatever you want to say, in person than it is on TV. You go out there, you see it on per- in person, you're standing on you're like, this is really cool. It's not a big deal. You don't really have car, you know, and it's a total uh, myth that somebody made up that ducks out at Boise, ducks would fly in there and try to land on it thinking it was a lake and die. That never happened. They made that up. 
Maybe they were talking about the Oregon Ducks. Yeah. What color is their field? Green. Yeah. Nike green. Yeah. Chartreuse. Because <laughs> that's kind of anybody that's ever fished with a chartreuse spinnerbait knows. Spinnerbait. Yes. <laughs> they can tell me. They can tell me that they are yellow and green. No, it's chartreuse. Because I've seen that color on my spinnerbait. Because Bill Dance told me to buy it. I guess just said. I was fixing to say Bill Dance. That's so funny. And Jimmy Houston, chartreuse. Oh yeah, chartreuse spinnerbait. I'm telling you right now, if it weren't for fishing shows on Sunday afternoon in the 1980s, none of us would have ever heard of chartreuse. Mm-mm. But no, be- because of Bill Dance and Jimmy Houston and Orlando Wilson, every dadgum one Orlando of us knows. Wilson. Every yeah. one of us knows what chartreuse is because of those guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're off to a fun start. What's up, Danny and Dave? D- Dave on Facebook said Beaver said all that. He's a special kind of Ole Miss fan. <laughs> He's a Bama fan, boys. Keith is saying go Marvel Troopers. And Sifu really liked what I said. Speak to it. Or maybe he likes it when Jerry Clara says, speak to it. All right. Long way to go. Plenty more to get to. Y'all stick around. Back with you. Just getting started with you here on a Friday. A free-for-all fun football Friday. (laughs) Is that enough alliteration in there for you? Friday night. Turn on the lights. Put the ball down and come get it. Let's play football. I'm going to be watching some tonight, listening some tonight. I'm sure you will be too. Some of y'all are lucky enough to be able to go watch a little high school football. Man, I tell you what, I I get excited about it every year, but there was something about watching that MRA versus Trinity Christian out in Texas game last week, last Friday night. Something about watching that. I was watching on the live stream on the MRA website, and it was synced with the radio broadcast, which, by the way, the MRA games you can hear on the flagship station of my radio show, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN Jackson. And they did a fantastic job. Broadcast, stream, it was all synced. It was good. You could keep it with the game. It looked good. It was an exciting game, great finish. And it sort of, I don't know, it, it kind of, what's the word? It kind of renewed my excitement and whatever you want to call it for high school football got me going man boy did i ever need it so looking forward to some tonight before i get into the games though i got something for you jb talk to me man well instead of talk to you i'm just going to play something for you you ready hey hold on to your hat i got it are you sitting down oh yeah here it is i hitch my boat onto the back of my truck can you hear that? Oh, that's lovely. He said, I'm sorry, buddy, I can't go. I'm watching the Orlando Wilson fishing show. Amen. She said, I'm sorry, honey, I can't go. I'm watching the Orlando Wilson fishing show. Now, how great is that? That is. Hey, that this, sounds like Tom T. Hall. It is. Hey, his announcer voice sounds like you. Listen. 
Spider Cast by Mitchell. The Maximum Fishing Edge. The Maximum Penzoil Fishing Marine. Edge. I swear, JB, his voice guy <laughs> sounds like you. Still building legends one at a time. Still building legends one at a time. <laughs> that is fantastic. Boys and girls, all of us that grew up, we wanted our own fishing show, just like Bill Dance and Orlando Wilson and Jimmy Houston and all those guys, right? We, oh, yeah. we all wanted our own show. And I, when I get, not if I get mine, when I get my own fishing show, I know who the voice guy is. <laughs> I've already found him. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. What was your first rod and reel? Zebco 33. I don't know about the rod, but the reel was a Zebco 33 push button reel. Probably you, you, that was your first one. Yeah. So you, 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 you did way better than I did. I got a Zebco 202. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, had I, a, I had a, then Snoopy, I got a 33. I had a Snoopy rod and reel when I was around maybe three years old. Snoopy. No, but I, I mean, I'm talking about, you know, if mm. your, your very first, cause I got the Zebco 202 when I was seven. Okay. And then when I was 10, my grandfather gave me a Zebco 33. Okay. He had one and he knew uh, I loved it. Yes. More fish have been caught. More fish have been caught on a Zebco 33 reel than any other fishing reel in the history of all of them. That's a fact. And maybe the closest one to that would be the Ambassador 5000. Yeah, the uh, Abu Garcia. The face. Yeah, yeah. The Abu <laughs> Garcia Ambassador, the old round one, you know, who oh, yeah. it was great when it was brand new. And then about a year later, you couldn't throw one to the other end of the driveway with it. Uh, they would get stove up and stiff and everything. The bird's nest. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's great. Yeah, I started out with a little Snoopy rod and reel. It was green, and then we fished with it. And then, yeah, about five years old, I was using that Zebco 33 because Dad had a couple of them, and we just and we used we just fished all the time. Yeah, that's just what we did. We didn't go tailgate at ball games. My buddies did, and I was fishing, and I'm okay with it. Reggie, you are exactly right on watching the YouTube live stream. He says you got to mention Paul Elias from Laurel, Mississippi, and he's won a bunch of tournaments and caught a bunch of fish. He's a real deal. And I tell you, man, it's not as easy as hey, I caught some fish. Let's go catch some. The whole tournament fishing deal is a is a whole different animal. It just is. All right, high school football matchups. Let's take a look at some, shall we? Let's do it right now. Are you ready? Get ready. According to MississippiGridiron.com, games to watch in week two. J.A. at Leak. Jackson Academy travels to Madden. Madden, 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 Madden. To face Leak Academy, battle of 1-0 teams. J.A. introduced a big-time rushing attack in their win over Pillow, led by quarterback Jackson Kahn and Running back Marcus Harris. Leak coming off a shutout win over Winston last week. More balance on offense. Quarterback Rhett Atkinson. Running back Cannon Parks. Big-time receivers Cheatham and Myers. The Raiders defense anchored by linebacker Donovan Beasley. Nebraska commit Lardarius Webb Jr. They're picking J.A. You got Prep at Simpson. Does that one tear on old Chris Brooks a little bit right there? It tears on him a little bit. The Patriots versus the Cougars. (laughs) 
They're both 1-0. Both teams coming off blowout wins. Lamar School at PCS, and that's the one who you're going to get to if you listen to it online. Y'all follow Caleb Hamill. Just look for him at Caleb Hamill, Caleb with a C, Caleb Hamill, two L's. On Twitter, he's the play-by-play announcer for PCS. You get to hear that. They're going to play it at Pearl River Community College tonight. So he told us earlier on Periscope that they're allowing 25% capacity in there as opposed to the normal two-for-one rule. Riverfield, Louisiana is at Tri-County Academy. And then another one to watch, they point out. Oh, big finish. Here we go. Come on, come on, come on. That's the sonic boom for you. Indianola Academy at Pillow. <clears throat> Here's what they say about that. The Colonels travel along Highway 82 from Indianola to uh, Greenwood to face Pillow. Both teams coming off defeats last week. Pillow lost to J.A. Indianola lost to Bayou Academy by one point. The Mustangs have introduced a new wing T offense. And so they're trying to get it going. Big one tonight. Lots of... Uh, Big game. Let's see. Porter's Chapel in Vicksburg is going to play eight-man football against Deer Park from Leland. That's pretty cool. You know what? Uh, JB, have you ever seen an eight-man football game? Yeah, I did. When I was a youth minister out in Dallas, that was one of the schools that uh, we had a couple of kids that attended, and uh, they played eight-man. It's it's really weird Yeah, to watch eight-man football. I bet it is after watching 11. I'm really curious about it. I'd like to see it. It seems like it's something that is more prevalent out west than it has been here in the south and the southeast. But you know, um, the big linebacker, who's the big middle linebacker for uh, the Cowboys, what's his name? <sighs> From Boise. Oh, they took him. Yeah, f- I, I can see his face and I Van, can see him play. Van, Van, Van something. Why can't Vandergurt? We- Vandergurt? <laughs> Not Vandergurt. Why can't we think of his name? He's incredible. Because we slept last night. And, he, and you're right. He got hurt uh, last year, but he's he's incredible. He was a first round pick. Well, the guy played eight man football in high school, like out in 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 is it Vander Esch? He played eight man football out in uh, Utah or somewhere. Leighton Vander Esch. That's it, Vander Esch, and he's incredible. What? And I tell you what's cool about him. So he's classic middle linebacker, right? Like, where's number 55? He's really good. And then when he makes a big play, his celebration is he leans back and he howls up into the air like like Teen Wolf. <laughs> and everybody at uh, the Cowboys Stadium does it with him. It's pretty neat. But anyway, he was an eight-man football player in high school. Goes to Boise, becomes a first-round draft pick by the dadgum Cowboys. This is really... Uh, incredible. I can tell right now, I'm going to jump into the country, please, and text line now. Uh, and I can tell we got plenty of time today. We'll hit some of the other matchups going on in high school. But if I don't pay attention, I'll get too uh, far behind here. Bama fan, thanks for your text. He said, what do you think about the Mississippi State players walking out, not practicing yesterday? Well, I think the positive is they all did it. It would have been a huge negative if like half of them did it. And like the other half put on their stuff and are standing out there going, I thought, I thought we were practicing. Okay, so the whole team does it? Okay. That'd be the, the positive side of it. The thing that I look at, though, is, you know, 
you want whatever you do, you want it to help, and you want it to help this a situation or a cause, and you want it to help you also. And I think that missing practice, it takes the players away from something that is good for them, right? But they did it. I, I'm not against it at all. Um, as long as you make up that practice time, because as an individual player and as a team, every single rep is very important to you in the long run. It is important. It's not overstating it. So I think they did that yesterday. I think they weren't originally going to practice today, but now they are practicing today. So it's not like they've missed reps. They're making it up, and they chose to do that yesterday. So at least it was all of them. You know, it would raise more of an eyebrow with me if it was half your team. That would be really odd. Okay, uh, Ghost Pepper, Gator Nation, Monkeys Riding Dogs, Mother Goose, White Denzel, Jason, Nick, Teddy. I'm coming to all y'all. All y'all, as my buddy Neil Price likes to say. And to everybody on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, coming to y'all as well. Stick around. All right, back with you. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau Studio, Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Stick around for the start of Hour 2. And I'm going to let you hear a a few snippets from the time that Jerry Clower was the guest on the Orlando Wilson Fishing Show. Yes, I found it. Jerry Clower was the guest fisherman on the Orlando Wilson Fishing Show. They were at Lake Okeechobee in Florida brim fishing and we'll hear a few snippets that's coming up in hour number two that's my favorite kind of fishing i think you give me a cane pole and a little cork and a worm yeah and i'm happy yeah and i'm partial to crickets because they work better <laughs> <laughs> i like crickets man yeah i guess well i say work better. i find it easier to stick a worm with yeah. a hook than sticking a cricket yeah i think you're right about that there's more to it no you just don't have all that yellow gunk with a cricket yeah with the cricket there's a head and a tail and there's a specific place the hook ought to go in there with a worm (laughs) just stick the thing about four or five times boom yeah any part of the worm is just worm just stick it in the worm (laughs) there you go Uh, so we'll do that uh yeah and you know again i uh, the the protest thing i mean it gets covered wall to wall uh daylight to dark and that kind of thing bama fan asked me about it my thing is if the whole team does it and it's peaceful then i'll give them my attention i will i don't have to like everything i don't have to agree with everything if i coach and i don't want to miss in practice but if the whole team does it and they're all together that may be a good thing for chemistry and uh, they don't cause any issues. They're peaceful about it. I'll listen to them. I owe them that. And then they even have the, the wherewithal to come back and make up the work they missed, which they are doing as a team today. Hey, ain't no problem with it. I, think I just it would, don't want anybody adding to the noise. Yeah, there's There's enough noise in this world, and especially with these particular subjects, I, I – I don't. I don't need any more noise. I need somebody. If you're going to add to it, you got to add something positive. Uh huh. Yeah, positive. Well, and see, and I think based on a lot of stuff I see, that's why I'm saying I, I can't. I don't want to sit here and have this just hatred and disgust with all the violent protests that are happening out here, 
and then come back here and have the same disgust for a peaceful one. Right. To me, that those things don't equal, you know. So mm. I gotta, I gotta be less hypocritical on that. Uh, for me, anyway. Christina watching on Facebook says, "I like that Tupelo shirt." You do. I got a blue one just like it. Hadn't broken it in yet. I appreciate I, this. Is it's one of those good? It's like a shirt that fits right, not big and flappy. It fits right. Yeah, it's a two X. I'll admit that. I'm probably a two X for life. Ghost Pepper on the uh, country pleasing text line says, "Beaver is a total ingrate." You devoted an entire segment for him called What's Up with Beaver and even played that hideous music. You should have played the Incredible Hulk TV theme music and called the segment It's Never Sunny in Pearl. (laughs) Ghost Pepper, I just hope he heard that. (laughs) Gator Nation said, Is it true what Chris said? Feldman is reporting now the Big Ten is talking about playing this fall. I heard some Nebraska parents were filing a lawsuit against the Big Ten. And JB, thank you for saying if you ain't a Gator, then you must be Gator bait. I'm going to still say it. Well, uh, Gator Nation, uh, Gator Greg used to tell me, if you're not a Gator, you're a Gator hater. And I like that one even better because it rhymes. Uh, Yeah, it is true. There's reports out there. Feldman, uh, Thamel, a lot of those guys reporting that the Big Ten coaches have a big conference call. They're figuring out a plan to maybe play some football this fall, maybe start it. They even are proposing they'd start playing around Thanksgiving. It's all because they rushed their decision, motivated by the wrong factors, and they rushed their decision. They didn't have to make the decision when they did. And then they said dumb stuff, like we're going to play in the spring. Not playing in the spring, period. Ain't happening. Nobody is. Nobody is going to go. You just said they said said dumb stuff. (laughs) They said dumb stuff. (laughs) They said dumb stuff. Like we're going to play in the spring. You're not playing in the spring. You're not playing a full contact season in the spring and then turn around playing another one five months later, six months later. Mm-mm. It ain't happening. Nobody, nobody in their right mind even believes it's possible. It's not. And then yet they say it to just, you know, it's like, it's like you're about to be attacked by a pack of wild dogs, and so you pull out your last remaining piece of beef jerky and throw it as far as you can to just occupy them just a little bit so you have a few more minutes to live. Because after they finish that beef jerky, they're still coming back for you. That's what the Big Ten did by saying, we're going to play in the spring. Just hoping that some of the dogs are dumb enough to believe it. Well, look, I ain't believing it. It never did. So now they come back. We're going to play in the fall because they're kind of realizing, uh-oh, we messed up. Monkeys riding dogs, you're exactly right on the country pleasing text. The best Bill Dance episode ever was the Jerry Reed episode. I totally agree. Totally agree with that. 100%. And, uh, and I remember it. I don't remember what, any that were any better. Uh, one of my favorite one. guitar players. Yeah, he was, a, he was an unbelievable. Oh, man. He, he and Roy Clark could flat pick it, man. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what ESPN did. Can I tell you? And now I like to think that maybe I'm the reason for this, but I don't think I am, JB. Come on with it. If you look on my Twitter timeline, earlier today at 9.42 a.m., I retweeted an ESPN article from ESPN.com that the headline said, Shadur Sanders among top 
college football recruits to make 2020 high school debuts. Shadur Sanders, Deion Sanders' son for Trinity Christian, who played last week against MRA, one week ago tonight. Well, earlier today, a big, robust article went out on ESPN.com about these high school matchups because they are broadcasting the games. And the headline said that Shadur Sanders, who played last week, was among the top college football recruits that are making their 2020 high school debuts tonight. And I retweeted it and said, except he played last weekend. Good grief, ESPN. (laughs) Now, look, we all make mistakes. I probably shouldn't have done that. And lo and behold, looky here. If you click the link, they have edited the headline. Well, as they should. It's not a big deal. Uh, They've edited it to get it right. Now it says, Deion Sanders' son, Shadur, among top college football recruits with big games this weekend. (laughs) They changed the headline. Maybe I'm the reason. Oh, I definitely say you are the reason for that one. I saw that when I was at Live Oaks working this morning. I was going through some stuff. Yeah. And I said, that's not the right headline. It ain't the right one. <laughs> he well, played they, last week. Well, they changed it. They've gone in and changed it. Now yeah. they're just saying. And if you click on the link it, to that article, there's a big picture right there of Deion Sanders and Shadur. Uh, okay. Two games tonight on ESPN. It's called the ESPN High School Football Kickoff. Two games tonight. Includes St. Paul's versus Spanish Fort in Alabama. St. Paul's down in Mobile, Spanish Fort up around Birmingham. I think it's played at St. Paul. Big broadcast for that one tonight. Two good football schools with recruits. And then tonight you're going to have Corner Canyon from Utah taking on a school called Bingham from Utah. Now, tomorrow on ESPN... Big deal, right? Because we have the first college game tomorrow night. That's going to be Austin P versus Central Arkansas in Montgomery at Crampton Bowl. That one's tomorrow night, 8 o'clock kickoff, FCS football game tomorrow night. But tomorrow during the day and a couple of other time slots, you're going to have high school football, including the first game on Saturday on ESPN, Trinity Christian, Texas, who lost last week at MRA. They're going to play against Knoxville Catholic from Knoxville, Tennessee. Does it say where that game is being played? Uh, no. It does not say well, where. Well, I'd, I'd hate to know those guys are loading up in the bus again and headed to Knoxville. Yeah, where is that? Okay, let's see if it says it right here. That's tomorrow at like 11 a.m., Trinity Christian versus Knoxville Catholic, but it doesn't give me a location for the game. Uh, same thing, like tonight, the St. Paul's versus Spanish Fort game on ESPN is 6 o'clock. Followed by tonight at nine, a kickoff for Corner Canyon versus Bingham out in Utah. The Trinity Christian Knoxville game tomorrow at noon Eastern, 11 Central. And then uh, after that one, you're going to have Bentonville West in Arkansas versus Broken Arrow High School from Oklahoma. That's tomorrow afternoon. Um, on ESPN two tomorrow night, you got St. Xavier from Ohio versus Brownsburg, Indiana tomorrow night late on ESPN two, you'll have century Bismarck from North Dakota versus legacy high school, North Dakota. And then you're going to have one high school game as a part of this on ESPN Sunday at noon, Eastern 11 central 
Pickering North High School from Ohio versus Pickering Central High School from Ohio. Sounds like a rivalry. North, Central, East, Southwest, you know, all that. Uh, so that's what you're going to get. As far as the location, though, I don't know. I guess we'll have to tune in to see where they are. But you're right, JV. I mean, they, they rode on a bus like nine hours from Dallas to Jackson last Friday. They going all the way to Knoxville this week? Yeah. I'm picking Pickering in that game. <laughs> you picking Pickering? Mm-hmm. You Pickering picking? Can't I'm get... Pickering picking. <laughs> picking for Pickering. Atta baby. All right, hour two coming up. We're going to have more fun in hour two than we did hour one. I don't know how that's possible. We'll try. Stick around.